What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Somebody's Mama Podcast, where your host, Nicole and Kendra. And you guys, we have been just super consistent. Shout out to us. We almost on 100 episodes. We're on episode 91. How exciting. That's wild to think like we're so close to hitting 100 episodes. That's a lot of commitment, okay? It is. A lot of episodes. <laughs> yeah. So in two years. That's a lot. That's a lot. So y'all don't forget to, you know, show us some love. Hit us with those five stars. Subscribe. Do all the good stuff. We really appreciate it. And obviously, we're gonna show up. So we here every week. <laughs> okay, show us the love. But yeah, we have a good episode for you guys today. But let's just get straight into it. Kendra, what have you been up to? Um, so I think I kind of talked about it last week already that we started um, school last week. We had our first day of school last week. Uh, yeah, I did talk about that. Um, so we had like our little parent information night, got to go in the classroom and all that. Um, so, so far, so good on the school year. Um, so what else did I do? Oh, I had like a little mommy day. You know, I had to celebrate back to school by doing some things by myself. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, so last week was pretty good. You know, I was a little nervous because I felt like it crept up on us. It really did. And I was just like, it's just too soon to go back to school. And like, side note, it's just too hot to be at school. It is. They can't even go outside and play because it's too hot. It is extremely hot. And even just like sitting outside waiting for the kids to come out, people be about to pass out. Like, yeah. it is so hot. They need to put some easy ups or something out there because I, I feel bad for the people because I'm in my car. Because <laughs> you guys know I get there early. I like to come early and give me a little spot right in the front so I can sit in the AC because I always have my three year old with me and he does not like to be hot. So I get a front row seat and I just come early and bring my work or do whatever I need to do in the car because it's just too hot to be sitting outside. Well, that's nice of you. Yeah, no, I come early. I'm not, I don't have time to be in the heat about to pass out. I had to do it one time because, oh, the day when I had the day to myself, I was mm -hmm. running late. So I wasn't late to pick them up, but I was late to get a good parking spot. So mm -hmm. I had to walk and park and stand in the heat and i'm like this is for the birds <laughs> yeah, absolutely not never again. i went and stood in the office for a little bit i was like i can't do this i'm gonna pass out okay but yeah so we had a pretty good week um saturday we did a pool day with um some of my friends and their kids so we had a really nice time the husbands they went out and had their guys day and then me and all the other moms we took the kids to the pool so we had a really good day funny story um so while we're at the pool there was another family there that was having like a birthday party um mm -hmm. hispanic family so when they're getting set up we're like ooh, they got the little grill out <laughs> We like Ooh, what they gonna make, you know. So we end up chatting it up with one of the moms, and we're like, we, like we had already said when they were like setting up, we're like I hope they offer us some tacos, right? <laughs> so sure enough, they set up, and the little boys whose birthday it was, they started playing with all of our kids. And so one of the moms came over, and we're talking to her, and she's like, "Oh, do you guys want some tacos or whatever?" And we're like, "Oh, you know." It's okay. She's like, please don't be shy. <laughs> so right before we left, we were like, let's go see what them tacos talking about. You guys, they were so good. 
What? The best, best carne asada tacos. I burnt, dang, they burnt my mouth. The best carne asada tacos, like the fresh salsa, like they were so delicious. Abuelita was on the grill. Oh my goodness. Y'all came up. She hooked it up, and then the parents were so nice. They gave like all the kids goodie bags. Like it was like we were a part of the um, party. So they were really, really nice uh, family. Um, and I felt like we was louder than them, and it was a whole bunch of them. But, <laughs> but we had a really good time at the pool, um, and then you know stayed there of course all night playing and stuff. And so Sunday we had like a really chill day, just doing laundry, watching church, and. Um, my husband made brunch, so we were just chilling on Sunday. So that was our weekend. It was cool. That's nice. It's nice when you go to the pool and everybody's getting along and everything's flowing because it could yeah. be a disaster. I know. I know. When we first got there and they were setting up for this huge party, first thing I thought was, did they reserve the area? Are we even supposed to be in here? Right. And my friends whose community it was, she was like, I don't think we have that. So I think we're good. But yeah, it was nice. It was nice to just like, you know, everybody was there together. But on a side note, my friend, she sends us a text the next morning. Why was there? Because you know how all the communities have like a, uh, most communities have like a Facebook. Uh -huh. Somebody reported them on the Facebook saying that they were loud and that they were like excessive because they did have a lot of people, but they weren't loud at all. They weren't even playing music. Oh, that's messed up. Yeah, I was like, how rude. And my friend was like, I was going to say something, but I didn't want to get into it with everybody because everybody was in the comments like, yeah, they just took over the pool and they did this and they did that. And we were like, well, that's rude because they were like really chill, nice people. Yeah. So she was like, girls going down in the DM on the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst when your neighbors respond like that. Um Girl, they was posting pictures and everything. Like they posted pictures. They posted pictures of like everybody like hanging out because it was a lot of people. I'm not gonna lie, it was a lot of people. So I was kind of like, this is a lot. But they were calm, cool, and collected. But they did take over. They for sure took over. <laughs> See, that's probably why um, our pool. I didn't even know because we're new there. But our pool, like. We have to show a card. We we can only go in. Like we can't even bring guests because we try to have y'all over. We can't even have guests. Dang, and that's probably why because stuff like that where people like overdo it because yeah. they had tables and chairs like in the grassy area. Yeah, they had tables and chairs. They had the um the grill set up. They had two grills set up. And coolers and like, yeah, they completely took over. So if, if other families wanted to come down there, there wouldn't have been any space. Oh, my goodness. But when we got there early, nobody was there. They were just there setting up. So, Well, hopefully nobody gets fined and everything works out. I know. I was like, that's so sad because they were such nice people. Like, I'm like, dang, y'all should just came join the party. Stop being yeah. hating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, how was your week? So last week was really, really busy for me. Um, my son started basketball. Ooh. And that was really fun. Uh-huh. At his school or in the community? Um, it's like a program. It's like okay. a eight-week program. So he started basketball and uh it was so funny because he was all excited for the first day. Mm -hmm. And when he finished, he was like, Ooh, 
that wore me out. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You're going to sleep real good. Yeah, he slept real good. And it's kind of cool to, you know, like see your kids start athletics and, you know, just get into the, the, the groove. groove. Yeah, the groove yeah. Of, of playing a sport and what it takes to play. And he had a good time. He felt like the time went by really fast. So that's mm -hmm. always a good thing. That's good. That means he enjoyed it. Yeah. And it was very competitive. And that's his whole thing is being very competitive. Yes. And it was very competitive, but it was also like a lot of training, you know, because mm -hmm. I have looked at a lot of different programs and they always are just kind of like playing around, you know? Yeah. Or if they are doing training, it's very um, like too training, not enough fun, you know? Yeah. yeah. And we need that balance. Yeah. So this one, it was very competitive, but still training, but still fun. And mm -hmm. so um, I... I'm like, okay, I think we found our place, you know? That's good, yeah. So that was good. And then I had a really busy work week last week. Thursday and Friday was kicking my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday and Friday was kicking my butt. And then I, on Saturday, I went to the Nicole Linnell Workday Workshop. Mm -hmm. And I went there on three hours of sleep. Oh, my gosh. Well, you look cute. You pulled it off. Listen, I was putting my outfit together at three o'clock in the morning. Oh my gosh. First of all, I had a busy Friday work day. Yeah. So after getting the kids done and everything done and my husband getting home, I, I started work. I had to do my own hair. I didn't have my nails done. I'm like trying to put nails here. Like <laughs> it was a lot. You and pulled it together. Like, you did. You pulled it together. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> I had a, um, What's it called? I was on three hours of sleep. And what happened? Um, oh, I thought I was like, you know what? I'll just pick out my outfit in the morning. But I had to put two outfits together because there was the the day portion and then there was a dinner. Mm -hmm. and I was like, you know what? No, I better not wait till the morning. Like, let me just try on outfits, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that moment I realized I hadn't been nowhere in a long time. <laughs> Nothing fit. Oh, my gosh nothing fits. So I was like, oh my gosh. Um, so then I ended up going with these, this black top and black skirt that I ended up, the skirt was actually a midi skirt and I ended up pulling it all the way up. And then um, what did I do? I came to my office prior and got my pink jacket and it all just kind of came together. Yeah. Um, but the event was really nice, like aesthetically pleasing mm -hmm. and um put together well. The only thing that was kind of sucky was like, it was really hot and that was just out of their control. Yeah. But it was really, really hot and I was on three hours of sleep. And you had a blazer on. <laughs> well, no, no, no. The blazer. Oh, that was, was at night. Yeah. Yeah, that was at night. So during the day I had like a t-shirt and jeans, but the part that was hard was I was on three hours of sleep in the heat. Make you even more sleepy. Oh and so God. I was like, oh my goodness, don't pass out. Like don't fall asleep. Please. Please don't pass out. And there's this thing where there was a step, right? So where the presentations were and then where like food is. So like, say you go up this step and then you go to your seat, right? Mm -hmm. I was so delusional and tired that every time, three times, three <laughs> times that I came down the step, I forgot this step was there. Oh my God. Did you have almost, Huh? Did you have heels on? Yes, I almost ate it three times. 
in front of the DJ. Oh my god. I was so embarrassed. He was like, damn, this bitch is just no, this girl almost ate it again. <laughs> You're like, dang little lady. <laughs> like, you are so clumsy. How have you forgotten three times? I'm like, I right. am tired. Like, tired, yeah. Y'all have no clue. I'm half sleep here. I don't even know how I made it that far. And then you know you're older because we had a little bit of um sangria, a mm. little shot of Cosmigos or whatever it was called. Uh-huh. I didn't drink the whole thing, like just a little sip and like a little yeah. sangria. I woke up the next day. Not a hangover. With a little hangover. Oh god. And I couldn't get out of bed. I was tired. Oh my god. Nicole, it was that like sangria. Yeah, and I got home and I got home like not even super late. Like I feel like I got home at like 10 o'clock or so. Yeah. And I was done for. Like I was just done. I was just on Celsius and vibes. It was probably stronger than your little sangria you be drinking. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think it was stronger. And I think the cosm the, the, the combination. Yeah, and with the fruity drinks, like I think yeah. that was it. And she fed us really well. Like in the morning was like shrimp and grits and bacon and Chick-fil-A. And then lunch was like Mexican. And then dinner was like black taco. Black taco was bomb. Oh, good. I, I, always, I still haven't tried it. They are on hiatus, but um, it really is that good. Like it was really that good. Oh, wow. Um, I think they're going to sell the honey. For you guys that don't know, Black Taco is a taco company out here in L.A. Mm -hmm. And they have this honey sauce that they're known for. And the honey sauce is so bomb, I started to just drizzle it on everything. Everything. <laughs> it was so bomb. I've never done that. I'm not a sauce person. Like, I don't even like sauces like that. I don't I'm like hot sauce. Girl. Yeah, I'm. see, I don't like no hot sauce. And let me tell you, this honey. So you said that they're going to start selling it? Yeah, I think they're looking for a new space or something. And I think they're going to. I think they're working on selling the sauce, but that honey sauce, I, I started pouring on my enchiladas. I never thought I would eat a taco with honey. Like it was bomb. Wow. Um, beans on rice. Like I, I thought it was probably kind of good or like, I thought there was a lot of hype to it, mm -hmm. but you know, usually when people hype things, hype things up, it don't actually turn out good. Right. This was actually good. Exactly. Especially if you're not a sauce person and you see yeah. it, it got to be good. Yeah. And it's not like I was hungry. I'd been eating all day. Yeah. So I wasn't even hungry when I had it. And I was like, wow, this is yeah. awesome. The event looked like it was really, really nice. They had it decked out. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. it was It was well put together. And the girls were so nice. Like, I think that's the first event in a long... I haven't been to an event in a long time. Mm -hmm. But that was the first event in a long time where I didn't leave feeling, like, um, drained or exhausted or, like, people were mean or rude. Like, yeah, everybody was actually... Like, all the guests were all very um, nice. And all the speakers were very approachable and nice and was really cool. Yeah, because there was a time. Yeah, there was a time. There was a time where there was all these women empowerment brunches and nothing was empowering about them. Like right. people just talking down to people and being snooty and all that. So that's nice to hear. Yeah, it was nice that the speakers were nice and like helpful. If you had any questions and like willing to go in depth and yeah, like um, I had never heard of Bianca and Bossy, but they were in real life 
outside of their speaking actually just really nice. Mm, that's good. And you don't usually see that. Right. That's good. Well, we are going to uh, jump into this week's topic. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to be talking about unpopular opinions, mom edition. So we're just going to be sharing some of our unpopular opinions today. So grab a seat. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And if these are offensive to you, just it's it's not meant to be offensive. It's just meant to be like things that we think that are unpopular opinions and that's it. That's all. Right. Some of them are our unpopular opinions and some of them are unpopular opinions that we have heard. Yes. <laughs> just to put that <laughs> So I'm going to go and kick it off because this is one I feel strongly about. The pacifier. Okay. It's just a limit. Like, we can't start messing up the teeth just because your kid wants the pacifier. You got to get rid of the pacifier. Yeah. You cannot be five years old, four years old, three years old walking around with the pacifier. Okay, so what is your time limit on the pacifier? What do you think is an appropriate age to just kick it to the curb? I think when you turn one, we are starting the process of getting rid of the pacifier. Now, that doesn't mean at one you just throw it away. Yeah. But we are now figuring out, okay, we're being strategic about the pacifier. Right. And we're going to start using it less and less and less and less. And we're going to, like, work with the child, mm -hmm. but also understand we're not going to be two with the pacifier. Right. Because I think, in actuality, the longer that you let them have it, the harder it's going to be because now they're understanding more that they can kind of manipulate you with the pacifier. So right. they're going to start screaming to the top of their lungs until you give it to them. Whereas I think that with my second son, I was more uh, with Kendon. Anytime he was making a peep, I was putting that pacifier in. Yeah. But with Bryson, I kind of like, waited like i wouldn't just give it to him for no reason i waited till he absolutely needed it to give it to him mm. and so just to soothe him a little bit and then he i didn't i tried to not get him to sleep with it and mm. things like that just because like when you learn you know the when more kids you have you learn how those habits form yeah but i agree you shouldn't be two three years old walk still walking around with a pacifier talking in full sentences like no no uh -huh. And um, I, I may be talking from privilege because none of my kids like the pacifier. <laughs> oh, you don't count. You do not count. <laughs> That's why you don't like it. My kids, they didn't even like it as a newborn. They probably each used a pacifier for four or five days and said, get this out of oh, my mouth. No. So no. I did get lucky. He was a pacifier kid, but when he turned like, like 16 months, I was like, okay, it's time to let it go. Um, and so the first time I tried to get rid of it, it didn't work. Mm. And then the second time I got rid of it, I had talked to a family friend or something. They were like, throw it out the window and let him see it go out the window. So that's what I did. And I said, it went bye-bye. And he was, it doesn't work on kids that have multiple pacifiers. But for Kendon, he liked a very specific type of pacifier. So we only had like three of them, mm -hmm. but they all looked the same. Mm 
So he thought that once they went out the window, it was all gone. It went bye bye, and I said it went bye bye. It's it's I, I can't find it. And he's and he's like Binky Binky. I'm like it's gone bye bye. And he's looking for it. When we get out the car, he's looking under the car. He's looking everywhere for him. He is gone. No more Binky Binky went bye bye. And he was a little sad for like a day or two, but he got over it. Oh, you even told him the Binky said the Binky. Binky is gone. Binky went, Binky went bye bye. Binky went out the window. Binky is on the freeway. Binky, Binky is five years old now. Yeah, I'm like, nah, Binky gone. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. So, what's one of yours? Okay, so one of mine is in my household, bedtime is flexible. Mm. So, here's the thing with Kendon, we never sleep trained him. Mm-hmm. Like we were kind of like long with the flow and yeah. we didn't really learn about proper sleep training until he was already a little bit older. And so we did, uh, we did better with Bryson, but with Kendon, it was just like, he went to bed when we went to bed, like when he was younger. But when he started school, most parents that I know, their kids go to sleep like seven thirty, eight o'clock. Yeah. He goes about nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he's still up at 930, we're not like, go to bed, go to bed, go to bed. Like, let him naturally fall asleep. And as long as he gets enough rest for the next day and he's not waking up cranky and like, he's not that type of kid. He wakes up refreshed. He's like, for the day. And so I don't hassle him about it. But as long as you're in your room and laying down, relaxing, that's kind of like how we do it. So I'm not... um a stickler for a 7.30 bedtime. Now, you do got to go in your room. Because <laughs> I need my time. So yeah. you got to lay it down. But, yeah. But that's good that he wakes up refreshed. Because I think a lot of people, they have to, like, for me, I have to put my kids to bed that early. Because yeah. they, if not, they're not refreshed. And they want to get up. And they have this whole morning routines that they yeah. do with their breakfast and the bathroom. Yeah their water bottles and so yeah and Kendon he showers in the morning he likes to shower in the morning because he wants to be fresh oh, so wow. he likes to shower in the morning so he he wakes up he gets his shower eats his breakfast he's fine like granted this his school is literally three minutes away so and he's a boy it doesn't take us that long to get him ready and stuff we do have to do his hair though yeah. but um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it just works. It works for us. We did try to the sleep training thing like after the fact. It just wasn't working. He was too old. He was like, it's light outside. Why am I going to bed? Like, <laughs> some people put their kids to bed at 6 30. Yeah, you know, that's wild. Um, the when the light is out, it does make it tougher, and you do have to kind of like push it back because yeah, they're just like the sun is out. Why am I going to bed? I get some blackout curtains or something. But um, yeah, I let them go to bed a little later when it's, when it's, uh, the time. The daylight savings, yeah. yeah. Um, one that I have is, uh, you don't have to eat all your food. That's a good one. Like, you don't have to eat all your food, but know that I'm yeah, not making nothing else. Right, and you didn't get no snacks if you didn't eat your food. Yeah, there's no more snacks, there's just... There's food and some water, and the kitchen is closed. Mm-hmm. So, 
you don't have to eat all your food, but we're not eating nothing else. Right. That's that's another thing with the food. Like I don't um like Kendon, he's allowed to have he has juice he has a juice box at lunch time and then he has a juice box for dinner. Mm. But I don't make him eat all his food before he has he can drink his juice. Mm. I know a lot of parents are like, you have to eat everything first. And I get it. You don't want them to get full off of juice. Right. But he doesn't, he's not the type of kid to drink the whole thing and then eat, unless he's really thirsty. Now, if I see him guzzling it, I'm like, no, drink some water. <laughs> you're actually thirsty. Yeah. But, um, he's still gonna eat the food. Yeah. So for me, I don't I don't do the whole like because I like to have a little water or something with my dinner and I take a sip in between, like you know. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not strict about that either. It's like um they may want to too. So yeah. um now here's one that could be controversial. Here we go. I don't believe that my kids should have to share everything. Mm. So for one sharing with each other that can get a little sketchy um certain things they will have to share if it's like a community toy but like Kendon, he has like certain like favorite toys that he has he walks around with them he like he has like his little friends we call them his friends mm-hmm. so like his stuffed animals or whatever if you come to my house and he doesn't want to share his favorite stuffed animal with you, I, your kid, I'm not going to tell him he has to share that because that's his special toy. Now, there's a whole bunch of other toys in the room that are available for everybody to play with, everybody needs to share, and things like that. But his personal toys that mean a lot to him, I wouldn't never force him to share that with someone just because they're here. Because if they were to break it or mess it up, he would be devastated. Right. So I don't believe that kids should have to share everything that belongs to them. Cause I don't want to share everything that belongs to me either. Okay. <laughs> and I think of boundaries too. That's also teaching boundaries. Like this is something yeah. personal to me and I don't have to share it. I also do that because um, I just use it as, away from my kids to teach each other like okay this is what it feels like when somebody doesn't share yeah. so if you don't want to share your regular regular toy that you got that has no personal meaning right then guess what your sibling gets to not share their regular regular toy that has right. no meaning and now you see how it feels so maybe you will share that toy next time if you want them to share their toy right it's always a lesson in it like no yeah. this is your personal thing you don't have to share that but you can't say if somebody comes over to play, right, you can't say that's mine, that's mine, that's mine. No, the yeah. wire is here. Yeah, like why? Are you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't, gotta have you something. Can't do that. You can't do that. You yeah, can't. but it's also teaching them too. It's okay to have something that's personal to you to keep for yourself, but you know you do have to share other things or whatever. But I just don't believe that like kids have to share everything because sometimes it gets like. If your kid is playing with something and then somebody else comes over and says they want that, that doesn't mean they have to automatically give it up. Yeah. Wait right. Okay, we'll wait till they're done playing with it. And when they're done playing with it, then you can play with it. You know, teaching the kids patience too. Okay. Okay. Got to learn somewhere. Um, my next unpopular opinion, and I think I've talked about, I'm sure I've talked about it here on here before, but um, 
I don't, I'm not letting my daughters get their ears pierced until they're 10 or 13. I haven't decided 10 or 13 years old till they can get their ears pierced. Hmm. And I'm just doing that because I feel like people get their kids ears pierced when they're babies. Cause Oh, they don't feel it. It don't hurt. But I just feel like life shouldn't, life don't work that way. Like, mm-hmm. like, I understand you want your kid to have their ears pierced, but my thing too is like, I don't want my kid going to second grade, third grade with earrings on. Like, I want you to just be a kid and I want you to wear earrings like when you get to middle school. Like, I don't want, like, I don't want you to wear, or like, I don't want you to wear earrings in elementary school. Like, I want you to have to wait because when you're ready, I want you to see that when you get your ears pierced, it hurt. Yeah. I don't want you. What if they're in middle school and they're like, okay, I want to get doubles on both sides. Can they do that? Okay. Middle school, you can't get double, but see, I might let 10, 10. I might let you get ears pierced 10 or 13, uh-huh. 10, 11, probably ears pierced. Uh-huh. High school. When you turn 16, I will let you get a double if you want a double. Okay. But my thing is, when you turn 10, all you're going to remember is this hurt. <laughs> it don't even hurt. <laughs> Ears don't even hurt. Okay, but by then, it probably won't hurt at all. But but they I will it, understand. I get what you're saying. They'll, they'll, it's something to look forward to and to earn and to kind of like, you know, it's like I'm double digits now. I can get earrings. Like, yeah, you know. I want them to have like that evolution of like just growth and becoming a, an older girl. Like, I don't want it to just like feel like they don't have. Um, I don't know. I just wanted to. I just wanted to it's add it to their stepping stone. You know? Yeah. No, I get it. Cause I, I I'm thinking like I had bamboos and baby hairs when I was seven. <laughs> Knockers, okay. Um, I get get what you're saying. That just made me think. I feel like I have to look this up, but my theory is maybe back in the day, yes, they had babies get their ears pierced because you know they wouldn't feel it as much, but also I think it was to distinguish boys from girls, maybe. Mm, Like babies are born bald headed. A lot more, a lot of babies are born bald headed. <laughs> I had hair when I was born. But um I know I wonder if that if that was a thing. But that's interesting. That is probably mm-hmm. an unpopular thing because most people do get their daughters ears yeah. pierced. Some people are actually getting their sons' ears pierced as babies now, too. I think that's a little much, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. To you yeah. Just know. Um, another unpopular opinion for me. Mm-hmm is that in my household my marriage comes first and with that to me what that means is like a lot of times you see people dedicate their whole lives to their children and they neglect their marriage and then they wake up and their kids are in high school and don't want anything to do with them and they're out with their friends all the time or in sports or whatever and then you look at your spouse like who are you Right, and we don't like each other anymore. The husband probably mad at the the wife because he felt neglected all these years. But in coming second to his kids, when it's like y'all established a relationship and a bond before they got here to bring them here, and 
it's healthy for them to see a healthy marriage so that they know like what that looks like when they grow up and getting your position. So I think it's so, so important to cultivate that marriage and make it a top priority because when the couple is happy and healthy, it trickles down to the kids and yeah. the kids benefit the most from a healthy marriage. And yeah. so it's so funny. I found a sound on, t- on um, Instagram the other day. I'm actually going to post a real probably tomorrow, but It just says that, you know, the healthiest thing you can do for your kids is to show them a healthy marriage, healthy, what healthy relationships look like. Mm, So um, I'm a firm believer in that. Um, I think that you should definitely always take time with your spouse and make them feel like a a priority and not just like an afterthought, like, oh, after I handle the kids, after I deal with the kids, I'm too tired for you. I'll talk to you next week. Like, that's not okay. Yeah. And Um, I feel like even those small things that you can do that makes your spouse feel like a priority, like when they get home, acknowledging, like even just little things like that, acknowledging okay. that they got home. Yeah. Okay. Funny thing, I don't let my, there's certain, okay, so there's certain times of the month, like do not ask me how I'm doing, okay? Right. I just like, you cannot ask me right now how I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Off the rails right now. I'm <laughs> not. Is, I'm not doing actually. I'm not doing. <laughs> so if you ask me right now, I'm like I don't want to break down and cry. So you don't. Don't ask me how I'm doing. Don't ask me how I'm feeling. Yeah. I need you to just to say hey, hello. <laughs> just <laughs> you're like I'm gonna say just hug me, but that might make you cry too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just hello. And you know what he? Um, I think what he does too is um. Uh, what do you want to eat? Because, you know, that's a love language. <laughs> yeah, that's become a love language because he's right. just throwing down for dinner. And so, yeah, that's been making me happy. <laughs> right. Okay, so speaking of dinner, kind of to piggyback off what I was just saying, I know there's always a debate of um, who do you feed first, the kids or the husband? So how how would you, how do you guys do that? So it depends. Um, I think, I feel like the kids always um, eat first. So I feel like because my kids and and my husband and I usually have two separate dinners and normally I will feed the kids Mm -hmm. and then my husband will feed me and him. Right. Or sometimes he'll make something that they like too. And Mm -hmm. then if they like it too, he'll still feed them but he'll always try to feed me first yeah but he'll he'll feed them because then he he gets mad if i don't eat my food hot so that's that's an interesting dynamic because i feel like normally when this conversation is being had it's amongst like the moms so like you you know in your household he's the he's the main um cook yeah so he does most of the cooking so in your scenario, it sounds different because it's like, is he going to serve you or is he going to serve the kids? Well, mostly the conversation is for the mom, are you serving your husband or are you serving your kids? Which I think is really cool because it's like, it doesn't matter. Like it break down the autos, gender roles and whatever, like, no, whoever is cooking the dinner is who serves the person. So, but in our household, it's the same way. So like, we feed the kids first because 
they eat a little bit earlier and they mostly eat like kind of like the same type of stuff. Yeah. They want like the same stuff all the time. And rotation. I just, tonight, I just took some spaghetti sauce that I made out the freezer and made some spaghetti because he'll on the drop of a dime be like, I want spaghetti today. Yeah. So I'll just keep, keep a stash in the, um, of sauce in the freezer and make fresh noodles and whip it up real quick. But um, we always feed the kids first. Yeah. One, because we want to actually enjoy our meal. So we let the kids eat and get all their questions out and do what they got to do. <laughs> and then we eat after, you know, clean up after them. We eat and, you know, have our own conversation or whatever. Sometimes we all eat together. Like if we are all eating um, at the same time, we'll all eat together. But for the most part, we feed the kids first, bathe them and get them out of the way. And then we eat like last. Um, but yeah, I do think that's interesting because people are always like, I got to serve my man first and he work hard and he got to get his plate first. And da, da, da. and which is funny because my husband, even if we get takeout and I'll like go take a shower and come back, I have to tell him like, eat your food because he'll wait for me. Oh, that's nice. Like, I'll be like, you don't got to wait for me. You don't wait, please eat. <laughs> please eat. And I'm the same way. I'm like, Josh, like, please eat your food. I don't want it to get cold. Like, yeah. it's not it tastes the same. I want you to eat it hot. Yeah, he be he gets so mad. But it, I'll be like, there's three kids that I'm trying to keep all together. And I know you're cooking. But the second he put that food on that plate, I better sit down and eat it hot. And yeah. he's just like. You're eating it like what? Yeah, because you're not gonna get the same effect. Like, no, especially if I were hard on the meal. No, yeah, like, we're eating right now. Yeah, it needs to be piping hot. Needs <laughs> yeah. the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, unpop. Oh, unpopular opinion. Okay, look it. My kids, I want them to think that we are barely making it. Like. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> oh, my parents did that to us. Yeah, and my parents did that to uh, me too. Until a certain time. <laughs> Until high school. I'm like, when I met you, no. <laughs> no. Okay, but, to, but still, even then, even though in that time, I still thought like, you know, like, you know. You got a little bit. You didn't know yeah. how much I really had it. Yeah, I really didn't know. I really didn't know. And so I want to do that with my kids, too, in a sense of, like, yeah, you know, ah, all right. That's it's a lot of money. <laughs> well, I don't want to be like, it's a lot of money, but I want it to be like, I just don't want them to think, like, I don't want them to be super entitled. Like, I don't, but I feel like some of that you can't help all the time, but I don't want them to be. I don't know. I don't know. I, like, I don't know. But I just don't want them to think that that there's a whole lot going on. You don't want to I, be brats? Yeah, I want them to be like, oh, like, my parents, they work hard. and Because we do work hard. Right. And I don't want them to think that it's just, um, I don't it know. It's easy. Like, money just comes easy. Right. Yeah, I want them to have an understanding of a dollar, or not. Not it doesn't even have to be a full understanding of a dollar, but just a somewhat of a, just a, I don't know, because sometimes like a value, like a value. Yeah. Like we have those conversations with Kendon all the time about 
the value of things and how the some of the things that we do are not um everybody doesn't get the opportunity so be appreciative be grateful sometimes i tell him like this is not cheap yeah like this costs money like we have to work for this in order to be able to do this no we cannot go to disneyland every day right disneyland costs a lot of money we'll go once a year and that's a blessing to be able to go once a year yeah once or twice once once yeah we used to go once a year but um and that's a blessing like everything we do is a blessing god has blessed us with the resources to be able to do these things. They don't come easy. Everybody doesn't get the opportunity to just go and do this because he has a thing where he's like, um, well, just Apple Pay. <laughs> and I'm like, or just use your card or just da, 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 da. And I'm like, you have to put money on that. Yeah, it's not just a card that automatically- No, comes. it's not unlimited. Mm-hmm. kind of is, but it's not. You have to pay. Yeah, it's you gotta so- pay a bill at the end of the day. You whatever yeah. card you use, you have to pay that bill, or you have to put money on there in order for it to work, and then you have to work to get the money. Yeah, so- yeah, and I think that's important. I think that's important to understand. And sometimes I feel like um, I don't know. Like I, I feel like each kid too is understanding with each kid. Like for my son, he don't care about what he wears. He was like. I guess the kids at school were like, um, do you know what Prime is? And he was like, no. And he was, and then I guess the kids were like, well, you can't be part of our group because you don't know what Prime is. So, but my son does not care about labels. He does not care about brands. I pick yeah. out his clothes. He doesn't care what he wears. He just wants his shoes to be comfortable. He has like no care of style <laughs> at all. Right. Only recently... I've been like trying to like get him to kind of like because it is important to know how to put your own outfit together. Yeah. But recently, I've been kind of like putting things out and having him be like, okay, which one do you want to wear instead of just yeah. like throwing it out for him? Right. But so he came home and he was like, "Mom, what's Prime?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's I don't a, even know what that is. What is that? It's a drink." But there's a popular YouTuber called um, Logan. What's his name? Logan. He's the one that fought Floyd Mayweather. Oh, okay. So um, he fought Floyd Mayweather and came out with this drink called Prime. So he's like, Mom, can you get me Prime so I can try it so I can be part of the group? Is it the- an energy drink? Yeah, it's like a drink. Absolutely not. <laughs> Kids should not drink that. So it's like a Gatorade. Oh, it's not an energy drink then. Yeah, it's. Te- I don't think... It's like electrolytes. Yeah, it's like electrolytes. Yeah. That made me know um, energy drink. So then on top of, okay, so on top of this whole prime thing, what does my husband do? <laughs> oh my gosh. So now I got to figure this out. Okay. Instead of buying one bottle of prime for uh-huh. my child to try. You bought a case. No, no, no. My husband, my husband bought the powder. Oh. And I was like, babe, like he's going to go to school and be like, yeah, you just mix the powder with the water. <laughs> So now I gotta go buy him a prime drink so he could be like, okay, like this is what prime is, you know? Yeah, okay, yeah. It's a sports drink. Yeah, it's like a Gatorade. Yeah. So $30 for a a case. Yeah, but I think the grocery store is real cheap. 
Yeah, it's like two dollars a drink. Yeah. So, but I, I, I think I just I want to stay that way. I want to just be like. Yeah, it's hard sometimes too because like I know we kind of do things sometimes because we can. Yeah. Then when he start like being a brat, it's like, uh, we don't even have to do this. Like, like this is extra. Yeah, like you don't have to have this. Like he has Kenneth has this whole thing where he's um we've taken away certain things as far as like in, in our diet, like trying not to eat as many processed foods and like stuff like that. And so we took away the goldfish, which he loves. He was eating it every day. Mm-hmm. And he's like so upset about it. He's like, I can't even have goldfish. Like, what can I have? <laughs> and so, and we're making him try new foods, like with dinner and like all this stuff. And so he's just like, I can't have goldfish. I can have pizza tonight. <laughs> and so I'm like, well, if you eat this, whatever I make tonight, then you can have pizza tomorrow, whatever. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, just trying to show him, like, listen, we have to switch it up. Like, there's, it's not the end of the world if you can't have what you want. Yeah. Like, come on. I'm like, in my day, I didn't have a choice what I ate for dinner. Ever. <laughs> Ever. 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 At all. Um, what else did I have? Um, this is probably one. I feel like our generation has more... Um, has talked about this more. I feel like we might all kind of be on the same, not all, but a lot of people are more on the same page about this, but we're not forcing our kids to hug every person or family member or whatever. Like I just remember being younger. It's like, say hi to your cousin. Go on, say hi to you. It's like, you can say hi, but you can still have boundaries. If you don't want to hug, you do not have to hug. Right. You know, you can, you can, you can hold your boundary. So that's one of the things that we're teaching um, Kendon because he don't like to hug everybody. There are certain people that he gravitates towards, but if we go somewhere new where it's like a a new family member that he may not know or be comfortable with, you don't have to hug them. You just say hello, you know? Yeah, I always tell him, just say hello, just say hello. Because he's like, do I have to hug these people? I'm like, no. Just Just don't be rude. Okay. Um, now that we're towards the end, I'm gonna say one that's unpopular. If y'all made it this far, then you get to hear it, okay? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> listen, this is unpopular opinion pet owners. I know y'all love y'all dogs, yes, but it's not the same, okay? It is not the same, it's not the same, and I, I'm sorry because they feel so strongly that it's the same. They do. They feel they so do. strongly. But I have never, I have never heard someone who is who has children and who is a, a pet mom say that. Mm, that's me, true. Me personally, I've never heard someone who has children of their own and also are pet moms say that it's the same. Right. That's true. It's normally people who only have a pet. And their main argument is that they have to feed it. They can't leave it at home by itself. Their emotional support, which is all very true. Yeah. That is one similarity. But 
You cannot tell me after I went to through 27 hours of labor, pushed this, carried this baby for 10 months. Talk them sight words. Pushed them out of my body. Is That's just the beginning. Yeah. We have to yeah. teach them and be accountable for them every moment, every second of our of their life from the day they come about our, our hoo-ha. Mm-hmm. And teach them language. And not to mention... Writing dogs are not capable of living as long as people are. So not only do we have to go through their cycle of life once they have kids, then we got to take care of their kids. I never even thought about. You know what I'm saying? It's like thought about that part. It's it's just a different world, and yes, and yes, you do have to feed your dog maybe once or twice a day, but they can't talk back to you. They can't ask you for chicken nuggets every day. No. Tap dancing on your nerve. No. Like, it's just, it's just not the same. And so in those conversations, I don't, I just don't even say nothing no more. Yeah. I don't say nothing either. I just be like, I just let them have it. I just let them have it. I just let them have it. Especially if it's someone that does not have children of their own. Yeah. I just let them have it. I just, I just let them have it. I mean, too. I just let them have it, but it's not the same. It's not the same, and it's it's kind of offensive. Yeah, it is. Like with everything that people go through with their children, like the hard stuff. Yeah. Like, and you're gonna sit up here and tell me that? Like that is no, no. But we That's, can't say nothing because they just go off the walls. Yeah. And we and have time. Like, oh, well, you're just not a dog person, or you're just not an animal person, and it's like, no, I'm not, but. I respect the fact that you love your dog. Yeah, I respect that you love your dog. And I see when people's dogs pass away and how emotional it is. And I get it. It is sad. It is sad. It is sad. Mm-hmm. But I cried when my when my friend's dog passed away. I cried with her because she had been such a, a part of her life for such a long time. Yeah. And she was an emotional support animal for her. And they did have a strong bond. Like, you know, like people in their animals, they do have a a strong, like, yeah. And like, they start to act alike and like, whatever. So it is a very special bond. It is. I will never take that away from anybody. I do believe that God made dogs specifically very special to bond with humans. Yes. And I think it's beautiful, but it's it's still not the same. Yes. And it's a beautiful bond. It's a beautiful bond. It's a beautiful bond. And things, and I think that's something that people in America today need to realize is that two things can be special and important, but we do not have to loop them in together. They don't have to go against each other. They don't have to be the same to be important. Right. And there's so many arguments in the world about these things that are unnecessary. Why can't one uphold itself like the other why do they have to be against each other why does it have to be a competition of what is more important it doesn't have to be it but it's not the same yeah it's not the same it's not the same it is it will never be the same huh but both is important okay both are important both are beautiful but they're just not the same so stop saying that It is actually offensive, okay? Okay. And that's it, that's all. That is all, that's that on that. Um, 
another one I had that you guys probably already know is that I don't have mom guilt about taking time for myself anymore. Like, if you're not new here, you know that I'm heavy on self-care. And I just don't feel guilty about it anymore because I feel like it makes me a better mom. Like, when I have time to recharge and I have time to myself, I come back happier. I come back rejuvenated. And in a better mood just to be with my kids. But if I'm feeling overwhelmed and I'm feeling like, oh, it's just 24-7, 365, constantly taking care of other people without having the opportunity to take care of myself, I can get, you know, a little testy. Yeah. So I just think that for myself, it's very healthy to just have that. And because I have freed myself of the guilt and I feel like everybody is different, but I felt like the guilt was kind of like in like, um, what's the word? like imposed on me because everybody talked about it so much. Mom guilt, mom guilt, mom guilt. Yeah. And I'm like, am I supposed to feel guilty for going to the store for an hour? Like, I don't feel, I, I, and I would say even when my kids were little, I didn't necessarily feel guilty. I still miss my kids Yeah, when I was away from them, but I didn't feel guilty about taking care of myself. Mm. Um, And so I think it's important to just, you know, get rid of that stigma like what well, you should never feel bad about wanting to take care of yourself yeah and if people make you feel bad for taking care of yourself then they just need to take their self yeah no that's a good one i i definitely dealt with the whole mom guilt more in a sense of like uh, more in a sense of like just being away from the kids mm-hmm. and just feeling like uh, i'm not there to help them with their stuff but I was also really lacking self-care. And so I had mm-hmm. to like, now that I do more self-care, mm-hmm. and now that I get out more, I'm like, oh, okay, now I don't feel mom guilt because I realized how much it rejuvenates you to get out. And before I felt like if I got out the house, it was for stuff like, oh, for Target for an hour, but I'm still doing stuff for the house. But now yeah, it's- that's not self-care. And that's not self-care. Moms have tricked themselves into yeah. that. Now, if you go on leisurely and you're going and you're only looking at stuff for yourself, you're buying stuff for yourself, yeah. then yeah, that's one thing. But you going to get Clorox and, and Lysol wipes, that ain't exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, that ain't that ain't it. That ain't it. No. I have one more thing. Go ahead. Um, uh, my kids don't have to leave at 18. Oh, yeah. Same. My kids do not have to go out into the world all by them lo- their lonesome at 18 and figure it out. No. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. If they want to stay here a little bit longer and learn and get equipped, my kids are going to go to college, but a lot of parents, or maybe they won't, maybe they'll be entrepreneurs. I don't know. Yeah. But the thing is, I'm not going to kick them out at 18 just because the, the, the government says that they're an adult. Right. For one, I'm going to equip my kids and we're teaching them now about life and how to live and, you know, how to operate in the real world and how to take care of themselves and cook for themselves and be self-sufficient. So for one, a goal of ours is to make sure we teach our kids all of those things before they become an adult, because if they do choose to leave at 18, I want them to be equipped. Right. But I'm not going to just push my kid out of the house at 18 because they're an adult. Like, I'm not doing that. My parents didn't do that to us either. Yeah. 
we are their door has always been open if you ever need to come back if you want to stack your money if you want to whatever you know my parents doors have always been open and that's something that i did appreciate about them too but so maybe i'm carrying in the torch from for from them yeah but um yeah i just don't believe that you every kid is ready to be out on their own at 18 especially if you haven't taught them how to live in the world by themselves yeah, because paying bills and everything like that, you just don't do that overnight. Um, my husband has this whole thing that all of our kids should not only stay with us forever, <laughs> they should bring their spouses, their kids, and we should all just be under one roof and we're just going to eventually buy a place and have the extra space for everybody to be under one roof with their significant others and their kids. And I told him, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm here for a compound. No, okay, I would I'm here do, for a compound. I'm I, here would, for I would definitely do a compound. Yeah. Where I would love to like, even me and my friends talk about this. Okay. If we just had a community where everybody lived in the same community. We gotta be next door neighbors, but like community. Yeah. But for my kids, I would love to have a compound where everybody had their own house. Yes. And we just had our, we had a whole bunch of land and everybody has their own house in their own space. And we have boundaries and respect for one another. Yeah. I would love to do that. I'm okay with that. So we've gotten to that part where I said, okay, it would need to be a compound. There's a house that I specifically like in the area. Uh -huh. Okay, if it was this house, I'd be okay to build on that land and yep. everybody have their little house. Yep. But listen, we we gotta no get through. No. <laughs> because One kitchen. No. No. Because you have. Well, you would only have one daughter-in-law, but you would have your daughters. Yeah, that would be too. Much. I can't think about it. I can't think about it. Right too many hens in the hen house. <laughs> I, can't, I can't think about, I can't even think about that right now. So yeah, so these are our unpopular mom <laughs> opinions. Maybe we'll come back with another edition, but this is unpopular opinions. Mom edition, we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. If you guys have any unpopular opinions, make sure you guys leave us some comments on our post on Instagram and let us know what your unpopular opinions are. You can also leave us a... Um, rating and review on apple Podcasts, a rating on spotify make sure you guys are subscribed on youtube leave a comment there as well we are kind of trying to oh i can't talk we are <laughs> <laughs> i'm tired y'all we are trying to grow our community on youtube as well so make sure you are subscribed over there at somebody's mama podcast and follow us on instagram at somebody's mama pod and thank you guys so much for listening we'll see you next week